Welcome to Change and Thrive. I'm your host, Dr. Wendy Heckelman, founder and CEO of WLH Consulting and Learning Solutions. Thanks for tuning in. In this past month, we've been talking about the importance of empathy. Earlier in the month, we shared our approach to leadership empathy. And last week, I started to talk about our approach to empathetically engaging your accounts. And today, I'm so pleased to have Cheryl Unger and Loretta Kate, trusted members of the WH team, here today to share our lessons learned on empathetically engaging your accounts. Welcome, Cheryl and Loretta. Hi, I'm Cheryl, and thank you. It's always fun to be together with these dynamic, incredible women. I feel the same way about you guys, and it's always fun to have friends get together and talk about things that truly matter to us and that we're real passionate about. So I'm always happy to be a part of that. Well, I'm so delighted that you both have joined me today. And I I think what we'd like to share um, with our viewers today is really the approach that we developed when the pandemic first hit and Loretta and Cheryl and Emily, who's not with us today, we really kind of huddled to try to bring a solution that would help our clients. And Loretta, I'd like you to kind of briefly share our approach and then some of the important lessons learned that we had, like the results of our approach. You know, for us, we knew that it was going to be critical to, we always address things on three levels at WLH, right? The organizational level, the team level, and the individual level. So our first step was always to meet with the senior leaders of the organization, because that's where we had to shift mindsets regarding the employee uh, leader relationship. The result of that was by working there, we helped them understand that you know, you had to let go of those long held assumptions that work only focused on the sphere of work because homework and work actually collided, right, during the pandemic. So it became a more emotional uh, relationship. So the output of that is they stopped focusing on work activity and started focusing on the outcomes, quit worrying about when people showed up to work and focused on helping them find a solution that worked for them in that virtual or hybrid or even the few that were face-to-face. So that that was real critical. Then the next step was we created an opportunity for leaders to increase their awareness so that they could understand where they were exhibiting negative thoughts or behaviors that were disruptive and created a negative belief in others. So it's really hard to be empathetic when people viewed you as, you know, lacking empathy or authenticity to begin with. And then our next step, we upskilled the leaders across the organization with a very simple empathetic engagement approach. And it helped them be more inclusive. So they practiced with each other, they gave each other feedback, they made commitments to each other on how they would help each other grow and sustain empathy across all levels of leadership. And it was so powerful to watch as as you and I talked about after every engagement. And then finally, we did a a two-step approach, one where we helped leaders and employees empathetically engage with their peers so that they can create synergies across the organization and their their different cross-functional partners. And finally, the customer-facing roles, we taught them to 
be more empathetic and how to engage with their customers so they could deliver higher value interactions. And the results of that was very powerful. I know, Cheryl, you captured all the outputs and all the feedback, so maybe you could share what the learnings were from there. Some really good results. So why don't you share with us what you think were the key learnings? As learning strategists and learning professionals and then also change experts, we knew that our customers, our clients, and then their customers, obviously the healthcare workers and and HCPs that they were dealing with, were dealing with complete disruption. So... (laughs) to say the least, (laughs) and still dealing with disruption. So the idea of using customer engagement and selling models in the same way that they had done in the past, although there's a lot of great things there, they needed some nuance and they needed some confidence. And in the empathetic engagement approach, we provided both. We gave them an ability and the types of questions, the types of concerns, that quite honestly, they were able to do even through the hybrid modes and their Zoom calls and that kind of thing. And we knew that we had to do this all virtually, which was a challenge because this was a much more soft skills type of thing that people are used to eyeball to eyeball being in the same room versus a knowledge-based program. So from our perspective, we really had to build in time for people to have those one-on-one conversations, to have observers, part of their Zoom breakouts so that they could give that nuanced feedback and coaching. And I know Loretta, who is our our in-house coaching expert, can share some more lessons about the coaching side of things. There's some great models out there. You know, uh, we have one and many other companies have their own and, and they're all great and they all work equally well. The thing that has always been missing for leaders has been an empathetic engagement in using that coaching model. Without it, they they really fail to accurately diagnose. They fail to figure out where someone is developmentally because they're missing that true understanding. Too many times they jump in with their assumptions, right? That they know what the root cause of the problem is and they go right to solutions and tell them what to do. In, in that what we, we hear them admit all the time. Uh, so what we propose, and, and I challenge the, the thinking, is that if you're going to use any coaching model, you better upskill your leaders empathetically first. <laughs> Otherwise, you, you're not going to get your return on investment for that training. I think one of the other things, um, Loretta and Cheryl, that we saw is you know, with the shift to really the screen to screen interactions, which were predominant through all last year and going forward, we believe that there will be a hybrid model that it's so important for customer facing roles to do the early work to understand where that particular stakeholder is. What's their concern? What are they worried about? You know, you're not seeing the doctor go running down the hall and knowing not to stop to connect with them. It's really the early work to do their homework, to understand what are their fears and concerns and the ability to be agile and pivot on that call. And I think this approach really helped to raise the awareness and start to build the skill. But as you just said, both of you, that these are softer skills, the ability to really understand where somebody is, be able to diagnose that quickly and then turn around and engage with them in an empathetic way so they feel that you hear their concerns 
is not a one and done. And I think going forward, we know that uh, continual coaching and practice and working with their other customer facing partners is going to be critical. So are there any other suggestions that we want to share to our viewers or have we pretty much captured the approach from your perspectives? It's just a matter of a shift in the, where we used to focus on what we call building a relationship, which is basically I'll do something nice for you and you do something nice for me, to critically trying to ask the questions and be comfortable with an emotional discussion so that you can truly understand. So the focus becomes on understanding both customer needs, employee needs, peer needs across the organization. And then that knowledge powers success. It, it powers higher level performance. It accelerates people transitioning through change. It, it enables leaders to be more inclusive in developing everyone's capabilities and advancing careers. That's a great way to kind of close this out that this is something that takes time. It takes work. It's a shift in mindset and will set and skill set, but it will yield the results. Uh, but it takes practice. So as we close out today's podcast, it's important to understand that empathetic engagement is really a learned skill and that continual practice will make you better. And that as we continue with this pandemic and the hotspots and the changes that will continue, that there will still be a significant drain in terms on ICPs and large organized customers. And this is really a skill that is needed for everyone. Um, and you know, as we close out for today, um, if you need help with training your customer facing roles or leaders around empathetic engagement, feel free to reach out. Um, and next week, we will be talking about really the role of leaders and their empathetic skills with returning to work. So be sure to tune in. And I want to thank you, Loretta and Cheryl, for joining me today. And I wish everybody a fabulous rest of your week.